Hello, you're listening to the A to Z podcast, Happy Hour Edition. I'm Zach. Yeah, Jackson. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at Akron Jackson at Dre Not on most of your favorite social media platforms. We're at Facebook.com slash A to Z podcast. Shouts to Blue Wire. Um, shouts to American Fireworks. Boom. Hudson, always open 24-7, AmericanFireworks.com. Guys, it's still summer out there. Um, you got family parties, clam bakes, all sorts of stuff. Hit up American Fireworks. They'll make them better. They're Browns fans, Cleveland sports fans, just like you. They've been good to us. Um, and uh, we hope that you will be good to them. Tell them A to Z sent you. They've been known to hook you up when that happens. Hey, what's up, Dre? Halloween is, on the, uh, is right around the corner. Um, and I want to start off with something. I usually don't do this, and I don't know what you have to go off of. But we'll make it Brown-centric. And as you kind of said, this is going to be kind of a happy hour. As you can hear in my voice, uh, last night took a little bit out of my voice. But that's okay. We need to do that sometimes, right? Um, Halloween's right around the corner. And American Liquors, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak you in existence. Hopefully, you're a sponsor of the A to Z podcast very soon. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, Halloween's right around the corner. Supposedly, Miles Garrett has this unbelievable front yard, not far from where I live, but I'll leave it that, that alone. It's not far uh, at all great... from where you live. It's no, even closer than I thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've kind of hinted to you for a while that he's lived because it was decently close to me. Um, but anyway, so he puts up. Uh, this graveyard and it's it looks cool and, and, and the first thing I thought is why is the news showing showing where he lives um, and this is the thing of fandom and we love fandom and you heard what what Garrett kind of said today just I love the, the idea he puts the quarterbacks up but when you do that you have to expect attention right I have a butt to this but I'm gonna ask you that question first right um yeah you're there that's the only explanation Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, who do you put? I mean, well, okay. Let me take that back. Cause I'm not against miles Garrett here. Um, like in my house, we put up Halloween Christmas stuff. It's for the kids. You don't put it very high up, but go ahead. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I've climbed high dumbass. I don't pay for somebody to get up there and do it for me either. That's a whole nother conversation. I mean, who are you putting it up for? Are you doing it to show up for your neighbors? Are you doing it for the people yeah. in your house? And I'm not talking about him in general. Why do we put up decorations at our house for holidays? Yeah. For the, for other people. Right. 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 So if you put up a bunch of, I, I guess I, I don't have any feelings about this, but when I hear Garrett kind of come out today, Zach, and he's kind of on the, you know, well, it, I, I don't want to use the right term. He kind of said, well, it's kind of invading. He didn't say invading the privacy, but just said it makes everybody in his household feel kind of weird. Well, yeah. I mean, congrats, Miles. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I say that, but I will say I used to go over a player's house. We've used his name before. And we went on a double, we went on a triple date. It was like three guys, three girls. We went on the date. We got a ride back to his house. Somebody figured out on the way back what car we were in. And it ended up being like 20 high school kids ended up coming to his house, surrounding his house on like a Friday night or Saturday night. Yeah. Wasn't cool. Was not cool. And like, as that happened, I'll never forget Jen saying, she was like, I would never want this life. I would, this would be the worst thing ever that these people think it's okay to come to our house and surround our house. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, this isn't one of those wrong, right conversations, and we can actually have those in 2021. We can just have conversations about how life works without somebody calling somebody an asshole and, and going on Facebook and telling everybody how smart he's not. But Miles, you're Miles Garrett. You're not Zach Jackson. You're not you, – you put up anything in your front yard that's kind of good. But is it something that, the, that, that we should have been putting on the news? Well, I feel like it's like a – 
cool quick story for the news or for like the slideshow websites, but it's I also clicks, feel baby. like this is a it gets clicks. Yeah. No, like full length stories on it. Like this is a low moment for journalism. Let's just fucking yeah. be honest. Yeah. And then, you know, two days later he's asked about it and all that. It's like, Oh, Oh my God. And for a guy that covers the team every day, that's frustrating as shit. Is it not? For me, it is. Um, I hate when I hate when somebody from the outside comes in for one day to ask about some stupid shit. That's got nothing to do with the game. That yeah, bothers the hell out of me. But you know, that's a whole different discussion. And this is the happy hour edition guys. It's Friday afternoon. Um, just kind of how it's worked. We wanted to do this. You guys see how this ass just changed the story? Because you. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead <laughs> that's go what ahead. I'm good at, right? <laughs> I guess. I, I mean, there's only so much you can say about it, right? Like, in, no, in the realms, of, in the realm of ten things this year that aggravate me about the system and the yeah. circumstances. No, no, right? Um, look, it, it's a, it's kind of a, a way to talk about this briefly. I didn't read the Adam Schefter story past the first couple paragraphs, right? And obviously yeah. this week was the week yeah. of John Gruden and, and the NFL's investigation, in which they're clearly conveniently – Investigation. Yeah, right. Re- releasing some emails and some yeah. not. and Completely embarrassing for Gruden and for the Raiders and for the league, right? The league, yes. The uh, league. But back to the Schefter thing, like the reason I won't spend – time getting riled up about it and certainly wouldn't spend it here in this format either. Thank you. I've learned the fans don't care where no. info come from or how you, or how you get it. Right. I mean, You're like right. NFL network's own reporter consistently puts out bad information on the Browns and there's never any consequences for it. Right. Right. <laughs> right? But the NFL network, but I always have to remind myself and you have to remind yourself, we, you know, this NFL network is owned by the NFL. If the, NFL, if the team wanted sure. it stopped, it would be stopped. ESPN, Adam Schefter, to a certain extent, because of the money that they put into covering, I'm not going to say he's his job is to have that information. So anything that in that article didn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen, um, the whole, and again, maybe someday we'll do it. The whole relationship with sources. Yeah. Is, it, There's it, a reason. Yeah. There's a reason well, listen, why stories do a both. personal choice, right? Yeah. You can do it the right way or you can do it the wrong way. Right. Um, and, bottom line and is we and your all, job plays into it as well. I mean, the people that get to break stuff, they're chosen to pick, to break stuff. They're yes. not that much. They're not a better, I will say it this way and not in a negative way. Um, X writer is not better than the other X writer or, you know, writer A is not writer better than writer B because he's breaking more stories. He just has a relationship that writer B does not have. Yeah, look, we, we've chosen, it's kind of all our fault to do this, to live this source life, mm-hmm. right? To where it's, people aren't putting their name on things and this is how we're breaking news. Social media and source says, right? Right, right. And so because we've all chosen it, we all live it, you know? And like league source, well, I mean, even the average fan knows the league source is almost always the agent yep. or someone that the team has chosen to disseminate information. And that person just doesn't put their name on this particular thing. Right. But like but technically said, league source could be a hundred things, right? You oh, yeah. know people that work in the equipment room. Absolutely. You know, people that work in the ticket office. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Um, you know, these, these players are 22, 25 years old and they have friends. Some of t- sometimes friends that come live with them. Sometimes yep. friends they develop from living in the same apartment complex or, Bingo. you know, having the, the girlfriend's friend or whatever, like, those are the good ones. Those are the good ones. But like, how do you really treat that information? You decide your own ethics that you want to follow when you're right. in, on this side of it. Right. But, yeah, for sure. And I think, um, I, I, but like you said, I think this is the part that, that really stands out to me. Most people don't care. The no. people, I think we care more within, Absolutely. like we have text message threads that care more about it than the people that read it every day. 
No doubt. People, and the quicker we realize that, the better. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Even though, like, I can't, I'll never forget. There's a picture. Oh, there is a picture running of the Buffalo. And, you know, and I've, I've went through this. And a local writer went at me about this. And this is over a decade, so I'm mad. And this person likes to cry anyway. I've come to learn. So it's kind of funny that this is what we had a discussion about. So when Buffalo beat Kansas City last weekend um, and crushed one of my fantasy football teams, I didn't have to go to the uh, – I didn't have to go to the bus stop today, but I actually wanted to go to the bus stop because a couple of parents at the bus stop showed up at the event last night, Zach, which kind of blew me away. I'll just say this real quick now. Um, thank you to everyone that came out to Collision Bin. Um, it was – I can't tell you that it was a success for me because I got to hang out with a lot of my friends, a lot of people that we like to laugh and, and have fun with. Uh, and and you, that makes you guys a part of that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Zach, for doing your thing. And, and Uncle Rob says you're welcome for helping you get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I got to remember what I wanted to say now. I wanted to put. Oh, you're talking a, about the Buffalo picture, the photographer. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yes. So the Buffalo picture, Buffalo, you know, the winning touchdown, and they're. I'm guessing they're they're photog, the photog that travels with them, um, because obviously it was in Kansas City, and on that touchdown, in the background of the picture, you see him cheering his ass off, like he's, and and it, and it does look weird because you're in Kansas City, and we were taught as journalists that. It's just, and and photogs they're not they're different but I don't I shouldn't say they're different but the guy's wearing Buffalo Bill stuff he obviously works for Bills.com there was just this great um, he had a moment and he released and let it go I think the older generation of of journalists will say that's wrong that's embarrassing you don't do that and I tend to agree but I also say there is a human side to traveling and being with the team especially on the road because this has happened to me. And on the road, when you get people throwing shit at you, talking shit to you constantly, uh, fans just constantly being dicks left and right, if you don't emotionally get into the game a little bit, I just think it's a difficult thing to ask to say, stay humble, you know, to look straight ahead and have no emotions during it. It is. It is. Um, you know, as a general rule, when you're working at one of these events, you check out. Now, you're still a human being, right? But you're supposed right. to check out a fan mode. Right. Um, and especially w with other people around and in the credentialed area and all that. Again, th this is, I mean, look, last week during the game, I tweet, Justin Herbert is so freaking talented. Right. And like, right. Right. some of the responses are so dumb. They're scared. Oh, they want to fight. They want to fight you because you just, you, you, right. In denial of that. But a lot of them are like, bro, we, we, like, no, I, I don't work for the Browns. Right. Like, right. Right. I work, I'm not I work. a Browns fan. Right. Like, uh, you know, so people don't know and, and people don't care. Um, it's just kind of how it goes, how it is. So uh, there was interesting Browns news today. Yeah. Nick Chubb is out for this game and presumably for the next game. He didn't practice all week. They play again in five days after Sunday. Um, you know, we're looking at 20 to 25 mile an hour wins on Sunday. We know how good Nick Chubb is and is for as gifted as Kareem Hunt is in the season that he's having. I mean, he is, he's having a phenomenal season. We know these two make each other better. And we know Nick Chubb drives so much for this offense because basic plays he can pop at any time, right? And basic plays that he only gets for, not only does the defense feel it when they tackle him, but it sets up the other stuff. So, um, you know, I, I still think they can win the game. I think in the long run, it can be good because they, the quarterback needs to play better. <laughs> Quite frankly, um, they'll, they'll adjust the game plan. 
the coach needs to be better this week than he was. But, like, this is not a loss you shrug off because Nick Chubb is one of the ten best football players on the planet. Yeah, yeah he is. <laughs> he just is. Yeah, he is. And against a team like Arizona, I hear everybody on the radio talking about what the weather's going to be like Sunday. Um, that'll get you in trouble in Northeast Ohio trying to figure yes. out what the weather's going to be in four days. Um, I, but I get it. it. It says it's going to be bad. Against this team in Arizona, they haven't been great against the run. Uh, the beauty of it is the depth of your offensive line, and you have a you know a top ten running back that's behind them. But they have a di- different style, and it, I don't know. I don't cover the team like you do, but through listening and knowing a couple other things, uh, I know he was at a charity event last night for, for with Hunt, uh, and it sounds like this is basically the baseball or basketball edition of you know what's the word they use when they give a guy a day off in the NBA now? Um, <laughs> what do you oh? A uh, couple of uh, uh, load management. Load, load management. management. I've heard this is a load management move. So maybe he does play Thursday. I know he didn't pit practice all week. There'll be no practices really. I mean, sure. NFL didn't, and I don't like doing this. NFL didn't do any justice to the Browns and making them play at four o'clock. And I know Arizona comes from the West Coast time this time of year, but you're making them play at four and then play at eight. Like it just, it, it's a little things. It's a well, little, they I probably people, did it because Denver plays at four also. Uh, okay. All right. I see. I didn't even. It's funny you did that. Um, so they have to deal with that. But it was something I want to do different, especially since we're doing a happy hour. And I don't know how much time we have left. I've quietly on the low, and I promise you, I'll take pictures. I'll show you tonight. I'll bring them to you tonight. I've been picking games against the spread last three weeks. Last week, I, and, and, and I'm trying to do like, I think I went, I did 10 games last week. I went seven and three. Um, this isn't bragging because most of the weeks I've been 500. I'm going to randomly ask you five football games to bet it, but they go against the spread, and I want to see what we do. Okay. You, are you willing to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll keep the Browns and Cardinals out of it since so I. So we're just picking covered. like we're not picking totals or anything goofy. No, you're saying not, Browns minus no. three, and we pick. Them. Yes, that's all we're gonna do. Um, let's start off with the Cowboys and Patriots. Dallas is minus three. What's that got? Uh, if it's only three, I'm taking Dallas. I'm taking Dallas as well. Um, let's go with uh, the Packers and Green Bay. Packers are minus six. Mm, yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, I don't like the Packers vibe right now. I really don't. I don't either. I'm but they are Chicago good. Plus six. You're taking Chicago. Okay, Z takes Chicago. I'm going to take uh, the Packers. I think Green Bay is going to give them some issues just because they don't have the running game. That's helped tremendously. And I think the Packers have something to prove after that embarrassment they had with the Bengals last week, which was a victory. Very telling. All right. There was yeah, another see, game. I got to, because the Browns played late, I got to watch a bunch of that. Not all Yeah. And – you know, it's not easy to go on the road again. And, and part of the reason I'm picking the Bears is the Packers are back on the road. But I just, you know, I, they've been a little off. And I know Adams has lit it up, right? That's yeah, the highlight for of sure. my sorry-ass fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your fantasy team. Uh, I don't I'm still trying to – it's Friday, 406. You know, I'm still trying to trade for a kicker. So. Other conversations. Um, I want to do Chargers-Ravens. Chargers or Ravens. Chargers are, are Baltimore, minus two and a half. Yeah, it's I in Baltimore. I love it. I, I, Baltimore's defense is still kind of finding itself in this event yeah. to do that against. Hey, the Ravens are a great conversation piece, though. I mean, you're going Chargers, though. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm taking Baltimore on a late kick. I got to well, say this about Baltimore, and I know it's not. They're four and three, Zach. They've lost, what, their top three running backs. Their offensive line hasn't been great. Their defense, they've, had, they've dealt with everything under the, under the moon in 2021. And this isn't a – I appreciate who they are as an organization. And they may only win seven, eight games this year because I still think they're going to run out of gas at some point in time, even though the quarterback – that running back quarterback is getting better every minute. Um, 
and that goes back to the just the foundation of who they are, right? Yeah. Um, in week two, I fell asleep. They were down eleven. I woke up. They won. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened to my dad this week <laughs> when they played the Colts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was ready to go to bed. I didn't, and they came all the way back. Um, he's Lamar is playing at a phenomenal, phenomenal level. Uh, he he really is. But you know, to summon the energy after that win to come back and beat the Chargers, I don't see it happening. I think the Chargers are my favorite pick of the week. Wait a minute. What the Chargers got to do with the same thing? And travel across the country. Yeah, bro. but they're uh, 30 hours ahead. I, yeah, okay, okay. See, this is why I wanted to do this. You guys are hearing real conversations about how, how him and I think. I think the Chargers still having to fly all the way to Baltimore dealing with that crowd. They're riding a high. They're young. They don't have this, but they got a great coach. They got a great coach. They do. They really do. Um, uh, LA's got no, listen, I think, I, I think uh, Browns-Ravens is coming to the end. Right, I think. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, health of each team is is going to be huge, especially with the guys Baltimore already lost. Um, Right, that running game just has no pop outside of the quarterback. Right, but I think you could reasonably say the Ravens win in Baltimore, the Browns off their bye win in Cleveland, and and it just comes down to who's healthy and who handles everything else. Yeah, you know what's scary about this? I'm gonna go to the Seattle game. Uh, Seattle travels across the country to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers at eight twenty Sunday night. Steelers minus five. Uh, I'll go Steelers eight, Seahawks six. <laughs> it's about right. It's about right. And don't look now. The Steelers will be three and three after that game, probably. Yeah, I think that my thought on the Steelers is that their defense and just their overall pride and organization, what they stand for, will, will they will hover around five hundred. But that offense, yeah. that offense, yeah. it's it it's ain't happening. Awful. They got to feed Najee Harris and just let Ben hand off and become play action. I don't understand it. It's the the technical steps you take as a court. If you're going to play him, and you're and you're sticking with them, don't embarrass them. And running and and linemen will always tell you they will do better going forward than trying to pass block. That's their two worst things they have offensively. Zach, the quarterback in the line. So hand the ball off forty times a game. Let him throw 20 to 25 and let your defense fight and claw and play close. I don't get it. They kind of did do that last week, actually. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see a bunch of it. I knew they got the big lead and they kind of hung on. Yeah. Um, but, man, um, he just – what I did see, they were winning, and I know he threw like a 50-yard bomb or 60-yard bomb early, but he just doesn't look comfortable. Like, no. he's laboring on every drop back. Yeah, yeah. That's like not going to get any better five weeks no. from now. And – this is a conversation for another podcast, but <clears throat> what are you proving by doing that? Well, like, what are you accomplishing? And like I said, this is a conversation you have another time. Cause I well, think it would get listen, Tom, Tom Brady's once in our lifetime, right? Maybe yeah. once in anybody's lifetime, um, the way he's still doing it at his age, but like Tom Brady's always been a pocket passer, always been brains and yeah. release and beat you in different offenses that way. Like Ben didn't age as gracefully for he didn't take care of his body like Tom did, but Ben was always the ultimate freelancer, right? Yes, yes. What, Tom Brady's highlight reel when he goes in Canton in the year 2052, five years after he retires, right? It will be a lot of three and five step drops and the most precision passes you've ever seen. Yeah. Ben's <laughs> when he goes in six years from now will be run around, throw a guy off, sidearm chuck 50 yards, right? right, right. Spinorama pump fake, pump fake again, 70-yard uh, touchdown, right? right? And he he lived and thrived that way for a long, long time. But when you're old and fat, and I'm old and fat, so I know this, 
that shit ain't flying. Actually, you're getting compliments on, on the Twitter, man, that you, you look as slim and trimming against my man with the congrats jersey. Oh, that was freaking phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, I, you got to give yourself some credit, man. We've uh, we, we've put together a hell of a crew of people that that listen to us. <laughs> I agree. I agree. We appreciate them all. I, I know it meant a lot to you to do that event. And I mean, I know that you know what I'm good at, which is telling Josh Cribb's stories. So it worked <laughs> out. <laughs> stayed up past my bedtime, but I was glad to do it. Ah. Uh. Yes, I I stayed out even later. Oh, thank God I arrived. <laughs> All right, so I got I got a couple quick thoughts here. Um, yeah, the last game we're gonna do is Bill Titans, but go ahead and do that. Okay, um, you know what? I'm gonna take the Titans in that game. I I really am. Ooh wee, ooh wee. The Bills Why? might be my Super Bowl pick right now, but Titans plus five and a half on a Monday night. Bills on the ultimate hangover. They won their midseason Super Bowl last week. Um, uh, this is when the Bills ride. I, I'm. I, I think this is the Bills putting it. This is them being. Right, let's uh, do it this way because everybody's got picks, right? Yeah. And one team to win the Super Bowl right now, October fifteenth. Bills. Bills. Me too. Sorry, Buffalo. Uh, we just jinxed the uh, shit. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk about last night. I wrote the picks down. We'll next week. I'm writing them down. I'm keeping them in the office. We'll talk about them next week. Yeah, so um, well, I don't want to spend too much time on this because by the time you guys listen, I could be proven one way or the other. Just because Jarvis Landry came back today, I'm not so sure he's going to play on Sunday. Now, I, I don't think that anything about this organization's DNA says they'd rush a guy back, right, or, or bring him back on a short load. And, and Jarvis obviously has been around the league and around this team long enough that he, he didn't need those first two days of practice. But as Dre alluded to earlier, next week you're not going to have a real practice. You're going to have like 45 minutes of real practice. So I just read it as there's a chance that they wanted to see Jarvis go through a practice and have tomorrow to see how he reacts in that practice before they really judge him for next Thursday. Like I said, he might play, and if he plays, I don't think there'll be restrictions. I think he'll catch seven balls. I think he'll play 60 snaps if he needs to. That's Jarvis Landry, right? I just don't know how you sit out that long with that type of knee injury and expect to play two games in five sure, years. Sure, right. That's, that's very tough. Uh, yeah. That, that's very tough to do even for a guy like that. Healthy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Chubb last year missed the minimum amount of games when he did his, but he there also was a bye week in there, so he, right. he you know he came back, and and he's just not to say that Jarvis isn't right, but like everything the Browns have done since May is to say we're going to be cautious and we're going to point towards December, and so two games in five days, Jarvis Landry who who needs to prove himself to absolutely no one, no doubt. If there's any hesitation at all, you just don't do it, right? Right. Let me give um, a wild prediction, too, right. um, on, on that game. One more Browns thing, and then you can close with whatever you want to. Copy. Even though I'm, I, I'm going against what my eyes have told me the last couple of weeks, I think this sets up for an Odell ball out game on Sunday. It's coming. I it's go coming. back to last year in Dallas when yeah. Trump got hurt and they started feeding him the ball. Yeah, Last right. week, for whatever reason, and I'm sure there were reasons, um, we didn't see the quick screen to Odell. We didn't see the end around Odell. But he was open. Yeah, he was. Open. He was. Play, he's getting he open. Was. He is getting open. He's he, getting no open. one can fight that. So I just believe that this the circumstances of this week where if the wind is a factor, you're going to have to throw sideways even more than you already do. Yeah. And you lost your, your number one bell cow who even on his bad games goes 19 carries at five yards a pop. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's touches, there's opportunities to set other things up, and I just think Odell's going to ball out on Sunday. 
All right. So you're taking it. If he doesn't, then we're going to have some hard conversations. I can't wait. Um, nah, I, I hope it does happen. Now, I want to, I, I mean, if, they, if they're in that uniform, you want them to be able to do that. Um, and that's just, you're right. You can make a good call. The last time we saw this injury, that was the guy they turned to with revert. They did everything with him. Hell, they had drivers throwing to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I could see that. I, I hate to get into the weather because my line that I've been using for, all, for a few weeks now is we can't worry about Christmas in August, but it is two days away. Um, we've already had high school games canceled tonight. I, if the weather was fine, I, I thought this game was going to be a problem for what the Browns went through with their secondary last week. I know they got guys practice, but obviously there are a lot of banged up guys and nobody really knows until you get into a actual game situation. If that whatever little injuries you had are real or not. Um, and with the receiving core that Arizona brings in here, if it's good weather, uh, I think Arizona's going to give them problems. But I do think the Browns are getting ready to go on a streak uh, after this game. The Browns are going to be favored in the next six games, yeah. even if they're just remotely healthy. Right. right. So it's really getting through this these next like six days. Um, and, and then they should really be able to take off. They should, I mean, every game is going to be hard, but they got Denver and Pittsburgh coming up. They got teams that they can, that they can work with and that yes. be at full strength. Those, those two teams are defensively good enough to give the Browns right. fits. Neither one of them is offensively good enough. I don't think to I don't think so, Cleveland and win. They, they would need a lot of circumstances to go there. They would need you to turn the ball over a lot and play stupid um, football. And, and look, it's, we're talking 20 mile an hour wins, not 35 and 40, like the Raiders game last year. Uh, Baker and Kyler can throw it through, but we, we do know about this stadium. They swirl. The dog yeah. pound in is traditionally very tough on kickers, and you don't know. Um, I looked it up this morning, Dre. Arizona is four wide, like yeah. double or over, triple more than, than anybody else in the league. I was going to say over 60% more. than I, I, I might have to be off the number, but yes. Um, they, three, yeah, their three, wide, their three plus receivers is – 65%, which is that's above what the is. average. That's but their four wide is 22%, and league wide it's 1%. So, Woo. yeah. Basically, and that's why the weather could change this game. Like, And this is one of those hard ones to to bet because you might have to bet it at, at 11 a.m., 12, you know, or 1 o'clock on Sunday because the weather will play into how this one goes. Um, but the weather is clear. We'll see. I think, the, I think this is a good type fight for the Browns, and I'm okay if they lose it or win it. Because like I said, I think they're getting ready to go on a run. Um, other thing that I, I had to bring up to you, I know the NBA season, it, it's kind of snuck up on us. And one of the headlines I'm reading, and I just saw it on the TV before I came back in the room, is Zion Williamson, uncertain status because he's hurt again. I mean, is this going to be what his career is all about? Like a broken foot or broken bone here? I mean, his, his body is unbelievable, but and I, I can't call it unbreakable, though. No, that's true. Um yeah, you know, I was I was thinking a little bit ago before we logged on here. I was like, I was going to bring up, do you even know the NBA starts next week, right? <laughs> um, and, and here's the thing with the NBA, and I'm speaking for me, and even though it sounds like I'm speaking for every other old white guy out there, like this Ben Simmons Philly thing is not good for the team, obviously, but it's good for the league because who else would be talking about the NBA otherwise, right? No. I'm- so so hey, wait, wait, so what do you call this Kyrie thing? Uh, I don't even, I don't even like to talk about that guy for one second. Like I just, you're getting low again. <laughs> uh, I don't like to talk about that guy for one second. <laughs> I, I really don't. Um, I mean, obviously in every walk of life, there's people that wear out their welcome and there's people that want out and there's people that have one foot out the door and there's people that don't get along that play key roles. Right. Yeah. The fact with Ben Simmons is he had a dunk that he didn't take in a playoff game. Like, yeah, I you know what that is real hard, real the whole situation. Yeah, but be a fucking man and go do your job. And like, and I'm not one of those guys when guys hold out. Like, if you're holding out for money or whatever else, but dude, you got to come back to work. You've made the decision to be the player that you are. 
You've made the decision to be that. Now, did it help that the best player on the team didn't say the nicest things after he didn't kill him, but and that the head coach didn't say the nicest things after that playoff game? That didn't help. But as a player and as a man that signed that contract, too many of these guys, and I'm okay with it. Like I'm okay with getting traded and getting moved. But if there's no move for you, and the league, the rest of the league is saying, dude, you got to show us you got some, you got some wherewithal, you got some balls. You go in there and you go ball and get the hell out of there. James Harden, I didn't like what he did last year. It, it, it was shitty. This is the thing the NBA has to take control of. I don't mind players having a push to get traded because you know what? Great people in, in all industries, whether it be radio, television, acting, you know, all kinds. There's people that are listed management. If you're certain, if you want to get traded and you want to go work somewhere else, there are ways to do it. What he's doing ain't the way to do it. I mean, this Kyrie thing, I just, I cringe. I guess I should just mute it because I just cringe every time he comes across my timeline. Yeah, you know what? Uh, Kyrie, um, my mom is like really, during the pandemic the whole time, my mom has really put me on some things and in, in, in the rating and grading of people and how sometimes our best bets when we deal with some people that are so eccentric or so just out there, we need to take a step back and let let the world kind of figure out and let them look back and figure out who the hell they really were and are and what they're trying to prove. I don't think Kyrie, and this is my opinion, I don't think Kyrie too totally knows what he's trying to prove. He's trying to be independent, right. trying to be, you know, one thinker and, and, and a thinker above everyone else and a tad smarter than everybody else. And just because you use big words and you got to go to a couple of nice schools does not mean that you're smarter. Well, he went than to Duke for three months. I mean, maybe he is smarter than everybody. Right. Else. Right. And I mean, like, like he, he, there is some intelligence to him, but just, and I think that, I think that's a great, that's try. The great he's, he, he tries to do way too much. Right. And well, there's a lot of people that do. And that was my point. Yeah. You just, cause you're intelligent doesn't mean you're the smartest person in the room. There are a lot of intelligent people that have no idea how to use it to their best. Just like there's some great athletes that don't know how to use their athletic ability to the best of their ability. Some get the most out of everything they have, like LeBron James, athletically. I, but you know what? I can name you, and I won't say names because there's a name that pops up, and it's a local guy, and I won't say it, and it's from our era. There's some guys that have, get all the tools, and, and they have no idea but how to use one. You can figure out which one. <laughs> All right, I'm Zach. I'm the smartest guy in the room. He's Andre. He's the second smartest guy in the room. We thank you guys for We're listening. in different rooms, though, so this idiot is a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> shouts to Blue Wire. Shouts to American Fireworks. Always open at AmericanFireworks.com. We wanted to get here and ramble for a little bit. Browns play Sunday. We'll be back Monday or Tuesday, and then we'll figure out next week because of the Thursday game. I'll have an even more oh, hectic snap. schedule than usual. We will talk to you soon. Konnichiwa. Thanks, Brownstown. We're still going to do a couple more episodes.